The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are missing even more players from injury, and it comes at the worst possible time. That and more on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome into this live Friday episode of Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listener view every single day. Don't forget you can subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can follow along on Twitter. I am James Yarko at JayArko underscore Bucks. He is David Harrison at DHarrison82. We are your hosts of Locked On Bucks, credentialed members of the media covering your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I am the deputy editor of SB Nation's BucksNation.com. David is a staff writer over at BucksGameDay.com, Sports Illustrated's fan nation site covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we are here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers and our every livers. And as always, we want to share our appreciation for your continued support of the show. And now you can join the Locked On Bucks Insiders, where you get the news, the inside scoop, exclusive content delivered directly to your phone. And one-on-one conversations with me via text message, which have been an absolute blast. So if you want to join in and all the fun there, go to joinsubtext.com slash LockedOnBucks to sign up. Down Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LockedOnNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. On this episode, we're making our predictions and we're giving you our keys to the game but first, two Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to miss this weekend's pivotal marquee matchup between the bottom two teams in the NFC South, the Carolina Panthers Yikes. and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Game status reports coming out on Friday, and uh, legendary linebacker Levante David will continue to miss time due to a groin injury. I think uh, when it first happened, James, I think we talked about it on an episode, and I think it was Jenna Lane said she, she was kind of speculating on the diagnosis or sourcing the diagnosis and uh went and slept in a, ho- a holiday and express and found out that uh levante david's brand of groin injury typically takes about three to four weeks to recover so i think that puts us on track to see him what here in the next next week or two but not this weekend jamel dean is also out with an ankle injury devin white is out as well with a foot injury mike green is out with a calf injury against carolina panthers and uh, most likely the rest of the season, if not confirmed the rest of the season on IR. Pat O'Connor promoted from the practice squad. Doubtful to play in place of Devin White and Monte David. Servassier Dennis, who is ill, he's 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 down with something, um, and it's not OPP. Um, is he doubtful down to play with this. He's uh, there. There's another musical reference. Uh, he's doubtful to play against Carolina Panthers, which means your starting linebackers will be KJ Britt and James Yarko. Uh, questionable to play in this game. Wide receiver Chris Godwin with a neck injury. He will be a game time game time decision. Meanwhile, Carlton Davis, D Delaney, Yaya Diaby, and Baker Mayfield all cleared to play. And I've never been happier to say that D Delaney has been cleared to play in an NFC South game in my life. Yeah. Uh, my goodness. Look, this this is this is really bad for the Bucs. You are coming up 
in a must-win game against a divisional opponent that, by all intents and purposes, you should beat. However, they have that weird, like, we just fired our head coach, so we're all going to get amped up for this one game um, kind of, of situation. And, you know, we saw it play out with the Raiders earlier this year. In fact, the Panthers had some success last year after firing Matt Rule. Uh, I believe they won their first game after that firing as well. So now you're you're without Levante. You're without Devin. You're probably without Servassier Dennis. So, yeah, basically starting inside linebackers, KJ Britt and me, apparently, even though my son has hockey that day. So I think I think JJ Russell will be able to fill in for me uh, and I will I will appreciate that. But this is this is a problem. And then on top of all that, like Chris Godwin's status is up in the air like. We already knew the wide receiver depth was a problem for this team. You lost Russell Gage before the season even started. So now you're down to Mike Evans, Trey Palmer, uh, Devin Tompkins, and David Harrison. Those, those are those are your wide receivers. Hey, look, give me that game check. I will I will come down there and I will run the most disgusting routes you have ever seen. That is not a good kind of disgusting. That's a bad kind of disgusting, but it's always good to see Daytona dad, Daniel, Danny, Demon Hunter, Richard, and anybody else who decides to join into the conversation. I see some of your questions, guys. We will try to get to some of those questions because obviously uh, you want to talk about the future and we need to do that, but we also have to talk about a game coming up this weekend for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, safety Von Bell, Ohio State Buckeye legend Von Bell will be out for this weekend's contest. Tight end Hayden Hurst also going to miss this contest. Doubtful is tight end Tommy Tremble, which means Carolina Panthers probably starting tight end James Yarko in their place. Questionable safety, Jeremy Chin, uh, linebacker, Eater Gross Matos. A lot of dudes are questionable. J.C. Horn is questionable, the cornerback with a hamstring injury as well. Uh, and then no disrespect to anybody else, but I'm not reading that whole list. Cleared for play, C.J. Henderson, uh, the cornerback, will be playing as well as wide receiver Jonathan Mingo, who likes to run towards the sideline during quarterback scramble drills because that's not at all what you're taught to do. Offensive tackle Taylor Moten and safety Xavier Woods. Uh, this is at least beneficial for the Bucs considering their injury report. So as, as a Bucs fan, you love to see the Von Bellas out uh, because the Panthers secondary is already garbage. So... Von Bell being out is is certainly a, a good thing. And then, of course, Jeremy Chin being questionable. Um, I would I would think that he's going to play. It looks like he was trending in that direction, but he can't do it all himself. You have J.C. Horn, who's I mean, good luck trying to keep up with Mike Evans. You're going to you're going to end up ripping that hamstring completely off the bone if, if you're already dealing with a hamstring injury. So, you know, again, this is a, a, a Panthers team that even without Levante David, Devin White, Chris Godwin, Savassier Dennis, the Buccaneers are better than this than this Panthers team. It's just a matter of can you overcome the injuries? Is the coaching going to be good enough to overcome the injuries? Or are you catching the Panthers at the absolute worst possible time because they're going to have this emotional, motivational rally game to, you know, bring everyone together after the firing of Frank Reich? I don't know. This mm -hmm. I was I was a lot more confident uh, when I recorded the crossover with Julian Council uh, than I am right now as to how things are going to go. Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, though, like usually we see teams have this like hangover win after a coach gets fired. 
because one of two reasons. One is either they're incredibly relieved and happy and playing loose and playing for fun, and all of a sudden they remember what it was like just to play in their backyard or whatever when they were kids, or they're incredibly upset and angry at themselves for getting a really good coach fired. I don't really feel like those two situations apply here. I think everybody involved, whether they say it or not, is kind of looking up at David Tepper, literally looking up at David Tepper, because I'm sure that, like, I don't know, when when he walks in the locker room, they've got, like, elevated platforms for him to walk on. So he's above everybody and just going, what, what, what do you, what do you, what do you, Dave, what are you doing, man? Like, I don't, I just think there's a lot of confusion going on here. Um, I am going to address one thing in the live chat. Danny uh, says Panthers haven't scored 16 in five straight games. RD needs to step up. Uh, I disagree with you. The Carolina Panthers haven't scored 16 to five straight games. The defense just needs to not mess up. Like that's honestly how I look at this game, this defense. Ju- and, and that's what my, my recommendation with all these injuries would be to Todd Bowles and to Dave Canal. Well, Todd Bowles more so than anything is simplify. Like you don't have to, pl- you don't have to really replace Devin white. Just put a dude in the spot. Devin white stands in and say, here's your simplified job. Just do this. Let the Panthers Panther we'll be all right. And we'll get to uh, to next week. So that's 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 my early preview of what I'm going to say for the rest of this episode. So uh, buckle up because that's pretty much the theme of my entire conversation when it comes to week 13. That's coming up next and more on today's episode of Locked On Bucks, not Locked On Commanders. Locked On Bucks, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot with FanDuel. Right now, new customers, you get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bets. That's $150 if your team wins. The Miami Dolphins are currently minus 460 money line favorites to beat the Washington Commanders this weekend. Those are the best money line odds of week 13. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the National Football League. Thanks again, everybody, for being a Locked On Bucks, your first listener, first view today and every day, every dayers. As always, we greatly appreciate you coming through on a regular basis like you do. We also appreciate you going over to the first national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you, and it's here for me when I get four hours of sleep and have to wake up super early on a Friday morning. If you need sports coverage and nothing is on but Super Bowl replays, because I don't, I don't know, man, you're the NFL Network. You should probably have NFL content that's fresh the entire time. Just, just, just throwing that out there. Locked on has you covered with our national hosts and our local hosts talking about sports. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports twenty four seven streaming channel. I need a nap, James. Um, keys to this game. There are some keys to the game that we're going to talk about, and I want us to do this a little bit quickly because listen. Uh, our listeners want to talk about the future of this team. So we need to carve out a little bit of time to talk about the future of this team, but we do need to talk about the game. So James, let's try to do this. Not rushed, but a little bit quicker, uh, maybe than usual. What is your key to beating the Carolina terrible Panthers? All right. Yeah, I can probably get through this pretty quick. Look, the key to the game is ground and pound last week. I, I kind of took an approach that you mentioned you're going to go with, and it's, it's keep it simple on defense because you were without Levante Jamel Dean this week, ground and pound because the Bucs are without their two starting inside linebackers, their two captains, Devin and David. 
They might be without Chris Godwin. So control the clock and control pace of play. Over the last three games, Rashad White has gone for 181 yards on the ground and is averaging 4.1 yards per carry. Use him all day long. Use him in the rushing game. Use those little dump-offs that got him going. It's going to accomplish the same task. Slow, methodical drives down the field that chew up clock and end in points. Over the last three games, Rashad White only 10 receptions, but 85 yards on those receptions. So really good average, but not enough volume. If you're going into a game with K.J. Britt and J.J. Russell as your starting inside linebackers, the worst thing that you could possibly do is continue to go three and out. Evan talked about it on WTSP Wednesday where the Bucs will they'll, they'll score and then it's three and out, three and out, three and out. Then long scoring drive, that three and out. It's it's these ebbs and flows. You can't do that when you don't have Levante David and Devin White on the field. The Panthers are giving up over 120 yards a game on the ground. That's 24th in the NFL. You absolutely exploit that, and then you sprinkle in those intermediate throws to Kate Otten and Payne Durham, your deeper shots to Mike Evans, but use Rashad a ton in the run and the pass game to chew up that clock so that you aren't putting a mash unit defense on the field any more than absolutely necessary. Yeah, 100%. Great timing on me to wear my Arizona State sweatshirt for that conversation. Right? Um, that's a great key to the game. My key to the game is one of my favorite sayings when you're facing a team that you are clearly uh, outmatching in the talent department. That is don't feed the gremlin. We all know what happens when you feed gremlins. They become monsters uh, and you do it on, on your own, right? The only Panthers win this season. Neither team in that game eclipsed 230 yards of total offense. Neither of them. Uh, this is the same Houston Texans team that the Carolina Panthers beat that put up uh, a 40 burger on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Both of those teams were under 42% on third down conversions in that game. The Buccaneers have been under 230 yards of total offense once this season. However, they have been under 42% on third downs four times this season. The Panthers have the third best third down defense in the National Football League. That is an absolute shocker. And the only way that happens is because they get teams in third and longs. 187 times Carolina Panthers have faced a third down this season on defense, 83 of those have come on third and six or longer. That's 44% of third downs that this Panthers defense has faced coming third and six or longer. They're allowing conversions on 54% of third and one to five. So very clearly, and this is pretty much every game, but especially against Carolina Panthers, you need to get yards on first and second down, get into third and fives or shorters. The Bucks have lost every single game where they have converted fewer than 35% of their third down conversions, and they've lost all but one where they converted fewer than 40% of their third downs in that game that they won with less than 40%. They took the ball away from Kirk Cousins three times. So unless you plan, unless your strategy, listen up, guys, here's our plan against the Panthers. Defense, three takeaways this week. Unless that's your game plan, you have to convert your third downs. Do not feed the Gremlins. Do not give the Carolina Panthers advantageous third downs to defend you against, and do not give them opportunities to stay in the game by not doing what James Jarko said to do, producing yards, producing points. Basically, we have the same key, but mine is a much more Asian version of the same key, and yours is much more you version because um, that's enough racism for one episode. So, James, we have a bunch of people in the chat who want to talk about collect yourself, who want to talk about the coaching situation and want to talk about the GM situation. Not so much the GM, but coaching. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I agree with Evan Klosky. All right? I'm the, I'm the one who kind of sat here and to some people's uh, appreciation and to some people's hatred – uh, said that I don't think Todd Bowles 
deserves to be fired after a year of struggling because of all the things that I said. And if you want to listen to that, you can go back to Monday's episode. It was great. It's fantastic. I, I highly recommend it. But that being said, if you lose this game, uh, I, I would, I, you deserve to be fired to be quite honest with you. If you lose this game, you deserve, even without Levante David, even without Devin white, even if you don't have Chris Godwin, you cannot lose this game. Like this is not, um, if you guys read the BucksGameDay.com staff predictions for games every week, I'm going to give you a little bit of a spoiler alert. My prediction for this game is a Buccaneers win. And my explanation on that article is very simple. This is not a must win. This is a can't lose. Not in as in like you're so talented you can't lose the game. Like, no, 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 no. You don't have permission to lose this game. If you lose this game, you could be the first Buccaneers head coach to be fired in season ever. And it's honestly would be warranted because the only way this happens is that this entire thing is an intense porta potty show from start to finish because this Carolina Panthers team is so bad and so down. The firing of Frank Wright is not going to motivate them the way that I think that a lot of firing coach coach firings do. This Buccaneers team, again, you do not have permission. As much as I can't give you permission anyway, you do not have permission to lose this game. It's it's an incredibly odd situation, I think, if the Bucs end up losing this game. Because while I do see the side of that is a fireable offense, if you go out there and you lose to a one-in-ten football team with an interim head coach, it's it's a fireable offense. But I still don't think it would happen. I still don't think that the Buccaneers would end up firing Todd Bowles. He would 100%. The the opening of this show, Sunday night when I go live after the game, if the Bucs lose, will be Todd Bowles is a dead man walking, that and more on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. That is 100% going to be my cold open. Um, But... I I don't I don't see them saying okay the season's over let's go ahead and get rid of him now that's it, it won't accomplish anything because now you're going to have assistant coaches that are checking out you're going to have players that are checking out and yeah that could help your your draft position because you're going to end up losing more games as a result of that but it's just I I find it in a world where the Glazers have have had head coaches like Greg Schiano, like Lovey Smith, like Dirk Cutter, that they would oh, Raheem Morris, that they would pick Todd Bowles to be the first one to fire in season, even if you lose twenty four to nothing. I yeah. don't see it happening. Oh, if you lose twenty four to nothing, it might happen. Um, no, I agree with you. That's actually the irony of all these conversations is I'm sitting here saying Todd Bowles doesn't deserve to be fired after this season because it's really his first season. But I think it's certainly a possibility. But now I'm going to sit here and say that he could deserve to be fired after losing this one game. But I don't think it's going to happen because absolutely I don't like I don't know. 24 nothing. It might happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, and, and part of the reason is actually going to answer another question we had in the live chat, which is if you fire. Todd Bowles, I mean, you have some other options like Larry Foote potentially is an option, but I think really your main option is to replace him with like a Dave Canales and Dave Canales is in his first year as an offensive coordinator play caller. That's not a good option, but he's your only coordinator, right? Like Todd Bowles is the defense coordinator, whether it's by title or not. And so that's, that's part of the problem uh, as well as you're going to replace him with basically his dude. And that's not usually how you like to do these things. Um, and as far as Dave Canales being a head coach interim or otherwise, 
I'm not a big fan of guys being one and done coordinators because I think that is a very intricate position that you need more than one year of experience and before moving up and out of it. Um, so personally, I wouldn't I wouldn't sign I sign off on it. I guess is the the best way to put it. Um, just nothing you know that Dave Canales hasn't done. Just it's just it's too quick of a an advancement in my opinion. And as far as Eric Bieniemy is concerned, um. I don't think Ron Rivera's future is sealed just yet. Um, that's I'm not going to turn this into Locked On Commanders. If you want to know more on that, check out Locked On Commanders, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That's not the end of our segment. Um, we've got predictions coming up in our final segment of today's episode. I, we, James and I are just playing chicken here. That's coming up on Locked On Bucks, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. And Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Game Time gives you the lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, and more. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. And you can see the view from your seat before you make your purchase so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code locked on NFL, and you'll get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account with Game Time, redeem the code L O C K E D O N N F L. To get $20 off your first purchase, download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Wrapping things up here on a Friday live edition of Locked on Bucks. And the Buccaneers play the Panthers this Sunday at 4.05 p.m. Eastern Time at Ray J in Tampa. Catch every snap of the Buccaneers hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the Sirius XM app. Just search Buccaneers. And while you're there, you might just hear a familiar voice during the game. And yeah, um, that was an awkward silence. I absolutely thought David was going to hit the button to go to the break. And uh, that that didn't happen. You know what else isn't going to happen, David? Uh, the Panthers winning on Sunday. It's time to get in to our uh, predictions. I did see uh, Daytona Dad saying if the game gets to 24 uh, he should be fired at halftime. Um, should, would, could, probably not. Uh, and real quick. If 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 Todd Bowles does get fired in season, uh, I think they would end up promoting a positional coach or somebody with a lot more experience than Dave Canales to be the interim head coach. I think that would make the most sense. Mm -hmm. You don't for a first year offensive coordinator who's still learning the ropes. The last thing you want to do is heap all of that additional responsibility onto him. So it probably would be going to a guy like a Larry Foot or uh, you know some one of the other one of the other coaches that has far more experience. But it's time to lay out our predictions, and we're going to start with the bold predictions. Mine's pretty quick, simple, easy, goes right into my key of the game. Rashad White is going to go for over 100 rushing yards for the second consecutive week, and this time there's not going to be any Baker Mayfield quarterback sneaks at the goal line. Uh, turn around, hand it to number one, and let him get in the end zone. Uh, so Rashad over 100 yards rushing plus a score. 
I like it. Uh, my bold prediction is going to be a little bit complicated because why not? Bryce Young, this is his third NFC South uh, opponent that he'll be facing out of three possible, right? So the last one. And if you look at his previous NFC South competitions, the worst stat line he has put together combined between those two, which I know is just extra, but it's 52.6% completion rate, one touchdown pass, two interceptions, one fumble lost, four sacks. So my bold prediction that the Buccaneers defense is going to set all new career lows for Bryce Young against NFC South. He will have less than 52.6% of his passes completed. He will throw less than one touchdown, which of course is zero. He will throw more than two interceptions. He will lose more than one fumble, and he will be sacked more than four times. In fact, all five of those or more sacks could potentially come from Kalijah Kansi, who, yes, could absolutely win Defensive Rookie of the Year, even if his Tampa Bay Buccaneers fail to get things on track. Right now, Kalijah Kansi is on pace to finish the season with five to five and a half sacks or so. Uh, depending on how you round up or down the math. That would be fifth best in Buccaneers history for a first-year defensive lineman, and he would do it in just 14 games played. Uh, so that's pretty That's pretty impressive, you know what I mean? Uh, the, the Buccaneers have had some pretty decent defensive linemen come through, um, even if guys who only had one really good year um, and then didn't have necessarily great years after that. Already, uh, Kalaj Kansi is second in franchise history in tackles for loss for a rookie defensive lineman. However, a little bit of a caveat to that. There are some guys, especially some dude named Warren Sapp, um, whose rookie years predate when they start tracking tackles for losses. So just, just to be fair, he is second in franchise history, but also tackles for loss, uh, a fairly new stat uh, collection. So um, bottom line is College Kansas having a pretty good, pretty good year. And I think going up against a young quarterback like Bryce Young, this is the opportunity for a guy like College Kansas to really put his stamp on an NFC South matchup. You're talking about Colorado defensive line coach Warren Sapp. That that Warren Sapp. That's going to no, be not. after. No, he's not. Is he? Yes. Is that a real thing? It is a real thing. That's the the egos and the personalities of Warren Sapp and Deion Sanders is going to be hilarious. Like undoubtedly hilarious because Warren Sapp doesn't ever want to listen to anyone. And now he's got to listen to Deion Sanders as his boss. Also, how did Deion Sanders win sportsman of the year? Like dude won four it's games. Yeah, it's ratings. Oh, what a disaster that's going to be. And I am here for it. Uh, give me, give me like an all or nothing or a hard knocks that just follows around Dion and Warren Sapp. Um, my predictive player of the game, you would think it'd be Rashad White. I talked about Rashad White a whole bunch in my key to the game. I just talked about Rashad White as my bull prediction. No, my player of the game is going to be Mike Evans. Because if Chris Godwin is out, Mike Evans is your only viable option at wide receiver. All due respect to Trey Palmer and Devin Tompkins. Are you really going to trust those guys on third and seven from your own 45 to catch the ball and move the sticks? Are you really going to trust those guys on third and goal from the seventh? No, it's Mike Evans or bust, period, which means he's going to garner a lot of attention by the secondary because uh, they're going to try to force the Buccaneers to beat them with somebody not named Mike Evans, the same guy that went for 207 and three the last time the Panthers were in Raymond James Stadium. Mike don't care. He's going to beat whoever lines up across from him. Anyway, he can be double teamed in the end zone. He's going he's gonna to head top him and score a touchdown because he's Mike Evans. Bonus bowl prediction, Mike Evans gets the 150 that he needs 
to uh, reach a thousand yards in this game. So nice. with that, let's move over to the score predictions. For those of you that listen to the crossover Thursday episode with Julian, you know that my score prediction is 20 to 13 bucks. David, how do you see this one uh, shaking out? Um, well, Danny wants to know who our pick would be if Todd Bowles did get fired. I think Harold Goodwin, your assistant head coach, is the natural uh selection. I think that's that's probably most likely what would happen. If not Harold, I'd probably go Larry Foot. But um yeah. Buccaneers 24 to 10 because again, you don't have permission to lose this game. So that's what's gonna happen. I mean that's it's quick, simple, easy. Uh yeah, with that. It's going to be an interesting one. Also, shout out to the NFL. Some people have complained about this. Uh, thank you for flexing this over to four o'clock. I realize it's going to make the late the the live start a little bit later, but my son has a hockey game at one thirty. I'll be home in time for a four o five kickoff. Um, so thank you for uh, for that. But. Uh, that is going to do it for this episode. Make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube so that when I do go live on Sunday for the reaction episode, you get notified and you can join in the live chat along with people like Danny, Demon Hunter, Richard, Daytona Dad. Uh, David Stacks is usually in there. I didn't see him in there today, but you know, that's all right. Uh, you can you can be like David and become a Locked On Bucks insider. Go to jointsubtext.com slash Locked On Bucks. But till then, hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire the cannons. Thank you so much for joining us right here on Locked On Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 